Welcome to Football is Family, a podcast dedicated to the fan and fan experience. My name is Jeremy McFarland, and I want to look at the positive behind what makes football so enjoyable to watch and follow. I want to know why you are a fan of your team, of a player, or an era of football. Whether the pros, college, or high school, I want to hear and share your stories and your love for the game. If you want to be part of this podcast, please message me on Twitter at Jeremy underscore McFarland or on Facebook at the Footballist Family Facebook page. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. We'd like to welcome everybody back to this week's episode of the Footballist Family Podcast. And if you know me by now, I want to say this might be episode 78 or 79. I, I don't remember. But if you know me by now, I am not what you call objective. You know, there's 31 other teams and then there's the Tennessee Titans. And that's just how it is. And, and you know, all I can say to the haters is tighten up. That's all I can say. Uh, I have a guest on that actually, uh, you know, funny thing is, actually is a Titans fan. It just so happens to be that way. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, thank you, Jeremy. So my name is Donna Haynes, and um, I bleed two-tone blue. Now, now where are you from, Miss Donna? Uh, Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. She's down in the borough, and and the mayor of of Murfreesboro plays in the secondary for the Titans. And uh, Miss Donna, you have a you have a pretty cool uh, claim to fame. Was it 2019? Um, which part? Oh, oh, oh well, there's more. Oh, see, this is yeah, like, there, you know, there may be more. Well, yeah, you tell you tell us your specific. you tell us your claim of fame. You you tell us what makes you a Titans fan. Well, I don't know. Now you've made me nervous. Maybe well, no. I need for you to tell me why. Well, hall of, <laughs> uh, the, the Hall of Fans or the Hall of Fame of Fans. Yes. So yes, that's, that's really, that's a fun story. So um, I want to back up just a moment because what's interesting about me even becoming a season ticket member, I've been a fan for many years, but someone within the Titans organization helped me gain tickets to a game in those kind of lean years, you know, 16, 17, I think it was maybe even 2017 and, and 2018. And I yeah, dark ages. And I swore right then, I said, you know, it, it, I'd never really accepted anything like that before. And I swore to that person, I said, I will always um, pay it forward. You know, if, if I ever get an opportunity to become a season ticket member, I will. And so anyway, um, long story short, fast forward the next year, they do. They used to do this super cool um, contest, which was the Hall of Fans. And you would submit a photo and you know just a little blurb about yourself and your fandom and you would get chosen and when you did you received four tickets to the entire season so it was so fun and the funny thing is how I won it is that I was there when Derrick Henry ran for his 99 yard touchdown against the Jaguars December 2018 so I mean what what one to be at I Yes, I was there 
Um, so we were in the same, and I'm showing, you can't see it on, 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 uh, you know, our podcast, but I'm holding up a picture of Derrick Henry stiff arming a poor Jacksonville Jaguar into the ground. Poor I mean, thing. Yeah. Poor poor thing. thing. And, and I was there on the opposite. I was there looking down cause you know, that's what I could afford the tickets way up in the booth there. And I was looking down at it and I told my wife, they're going to run this ball. Because you're at the one yard line, and then I just said he's not going to go anywhere. And then Derek did what he did, and I said he's going to go, and we're we're pushing him along the way. <laughs> yeah. So where were you sitting? So I was in the north end zone. So the end zone that they were running out of, he was directly in front of me. I was think I think I was in row H. Maybe it was one. I can't remember now exactly the section, but it was if you were looking at the goalpost, it would be like right to the left. So I, I, you know, stood up on my chair because everybody was standing up at this point. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know what, that is so close. And I thought if they run this and something, ha- you know, I, I, everything was going through my brain. And the next thing I know, I see, I just see that whole opening up for him and he's just bulldozing people. And so everyone, we start standing on the, on the, bleacher you know the seats not the bleachers the seats and then we start getting on top of one another trying to look and see and it was just like that was the greatest experience I've had in a really long time it was so much fun I don't think I've ever jumped up and down as much but I took a picture of that and that's what I submitted so I was able to get my hall of fan and I was able to get into the the, the stadium for the year and you get that you went on a photo shoot actually and you got to get this banner and it, the banners would hang around the stadium so it was really cool now where's your banner right now right now it's rolled up in my closet <laughs> that it is huge it is, they, gigantic, it is yes. huge and so i thought the next year that it would be really cool to try to put it on the outside of my house and i thought okay for football season i'll just hang it up that it's huge. It is so big. So I, I didn't have any place to put it. I have unfurled it a couple of times down my stairs just during football get togethers, but otherwise it just, it stays securely tucked away. Now I have talked to three fans, uh, Marilyn and uh, Ward and Taylor who were hall of fame. Were you in the same years that they were in? Um. I don't know because I would have been. Uh, mine was 2019, so I don't know if there's. You might have been. I want to say you might have been the same year as Ward in in, in uh, Maryland, but I have to check with them. Uh, okay. But you have on your your button there was that Mayor of Murfreesboro. Yes, yes, that's my. <laughs> so I'm an MTSU graduate, and I have adored. Kevin Byard since he was at MT and actually my brother ironically enough um kind of clued me into him he maybe halfway through his MTSU career he said um or even going into his senior year he was like you know you've got to come and watch this 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 kid this guy is really good and I was like oh you know I I would just kind of you know no you know yeah right and he said no no really I think he's going to get drafted I mean he's that good but leading up to the draft, you know, I didn't really hear a lot of buzz. And all of a sudden, one day I listened to the radio and I noticed that Greg Cosell on 104.5 that that does a lot of draft prep mentioned that the Patriots, I, I believe it was um, Bill Belichick and then uh, John Robinson had shown up at MTSU's 
pro day, so to speak. And I thought, okay, uh, maybe there is some interest there. And all of a sudden, his name started buzzing and people took notice. And um, But I'm a huge fan. I just think that he's, I mean, he just exemplifies everything to me. And I'm just, I'm lucky enough with all the other thousands of people that graduate, you know, have graduated from MTSU to say that he was a Blue Raider and that he, you know, represents not only the borough, but also just Middle Tennessee. And, and then to get drafted locally to my favorite, you know, only, only, by the way, protein that I've ever supported was just like, that was heaven. That was just like fantastic. Now, were you a football fan before the Titans came up here or were you, or were you just passing by and then the Titans came and like, boom? Yep. I was passing by and the, the Titans came. Now, my family have they've always been huge sports fans. My parents loved every sport, you know, uh, basketball, football. Um, my mother was a huge, uh, she was a basketball player in high school. And so she loved women's basketball. And my father was a base, he loved baseball. So we, we were, none of us ever played sports, but we always were surrounded by sports. But because we didn't have a team, Honestly, my family never had one team. You know, we didn't have, we didn't support. The only team I ever remember was I had my, my eldest brother used to love the Minnesota Vikings. Why? I have no clue because he doesn't, he, he doesn't even hardly remember, but he actually got that as a Christmas present one year, um, a whole, you know, helmet, the whole uniform. So that's all I remember. But something about in, in high school, I loved, I, I went locally here. Um, to Oakland High School, and they actually won the state championship the year that I was there. And so, you know, had a great time, loved supporting the sport there. But I did, I never found a pro team, and I really just kind of abandoned it from high school until 99. And I didn't really even start paying attention until 99, even though I know they played in Memphis and they played at Vanderbilt. I never saw them there. So it was that, you know, primetime year that that I decided to to really get get um I get get the bug and it was on after that my, myself my brothers my sisters my parents I mean everybody was on board it's a sickness that's what I what I say it's a sickness <laughs> well yes now you said 99 99 is the first year that they started it at at the time it was Adelphia Coliseum and right. then, it, then it went on to uh, several other things, LP Field and everything like that. I'm looking at a picture here. I have Kevin Dyson running the ball back on the Music City Miracle. Now, of all things in life, I, I know where I was when my son was born, when my daughter was born, when we adopted my, my second daughter. I don't remember much about anything else, but I remember where I was when the Music City Miracle took place. Do you remember where you were? <laughs> well, unfortunately, I was not at the stadium, so I can say that yeah, I really I wish there. I was. <laughs> but uh, we just had a huge. We were. I was at a watch party at my in-laws' house, and we all went absolutely crazy. And um, I, you know, honestly, it's one of those blankout moments where you just you just don't believe what you're seeing, and it was it was just fantastic. It was so surreal and. Um, I, I hate that there's so much, you know, I don't know, hubbub about it, you know, in terms of was it legal or was it not? I mean, 
obviously to me, I, I think it was, and I, and I think that it, it bears out, but that was like so phenomenal. It was just unbelievable. You know, even now I get responses on Twitter from Bills fans that it was a forward pass. And I'm like, guys, it's been 22 years. You probably have the best team in the NFL right now. Can we just have the Music City Miracle? Can we just have this one moment? You're probably going to win the next two or three Super Bowls. Can we just have this moment? But no, we can't. No, no, we can't have nice things. No, no. <laughs> That's why I tell my youngest, we can't have nice things. She breaks everything. So, so you have your moment where you started. Do you have a favorite all-time Titan? No, you know, I've tried to think about that. And that is so hard because every, every, you know, team and every kind of period of time, you just have, I, I have a really difficult time. I mean, obviously I'm a huge supporter of Kevin. Um, I finally last, let's say not COVID year, but the year before was able to go to uh, training camp and actually had, didn't get to meet him, but I kind of threw my Kevin Byer jersey over everybody's head and he, you know, got his autograph. And now that one, I used to wear it every game as my good luck charm, but now it is actually framed um, in my case, in my, in my office here, that's I'm surrounded by two-tone blue. And I love that. So I got to, I got to see that. Can you, can you, can you move yeah. it? Yeah. See, you got to show off. Come on now, Miss Donna. Oh my goodness. Please yeah. show off. I know, oh. I know, I know, but like good part. Let's see. All right. I'm going to try to, Okay, so I see, back, I see in the back there, there's, oh, can you go to your turn around just a notch? Because over in the corner, you have the license plates up on the wall. Oh, where are you at? I'm right oh. there. Okay, so you have the 10-year anniversary. Oh, one. yeah, I've got all those. I have not found one of those. I'm envious of that. And I love the one that you have on the right where you have uh, the previous Titans license plate. Did you get the new yeah. one for your for your car? I did, yes. All yep. right. All right. And um, so here is just a little bit. I've actually changed this around, but I don't know how much you can see of that. And I'm sure this is great podcasting. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I can't no. see. Here's the, here's the thing about podcasting, Miss Donna. It's about me as much as it is anybody else. I am living through everybody else. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know what you can see and what you can't, but. Um, I love the gnome. She has a gnome, a Titans gnome. I've not seen that one. Yeah, see, here, I'll have to show it to you. And yeah. then also something, I also got Kevin, I don't know if you see this, but I see it now. Yeah. let me put it up here. Yeah. So Kevin virtually signed during the COVID year, you could submit a photo. And so I held up that that's me and my, his jersey. Unfortunately, you can't see his number, but he agreed to sign that and um, got that for me. And I got that printed out. So I was really super excited about that. But um, uh, lots got, of football. Yeah. And you got the freak there. I see Javon Curse. Oh, yes. That, that is all... probably him and Eddie George are my two favorite Titans. Are they? Okay. I was going to ask you about that. And then I have kind of a wall over here that's dedicated to CJ2K. <laughs> I've got Chris Johnson. I've got his autograph on a, um, on a Christmas ornament. Oh, that's and cool. yeah, you know, there's a really funny story about that, actually. My uh, husband worked with the mother of his children, um, it was her mother, I believe. So 
they worked together and it was my birthday. And so he asked, you know, if he could bring a card or something for him to sign, would, which could she get that done for us? And so somehow, uh, some way he did. So I have a birthday card that, I mean, he probably has no clue who he signed that to or signed that for, but he did. So that's how I got, got his autograph. So that's, you know, and, and this is the thing, Miss Donna, about the football's family, uh, for people who are listening, they may think, well, why does he want to see these things? Well, here's the thing. Number one, I like seeing it. But number two, they mean something to you, and they make football family to you. Your stories about a Christmas card or a birthday card or a Christmas ornament mean something to you, and it allows you to draw closer. You have a piece of Titans history in your hand. The footballs you had, you had a, a Tennessee Oiler a uh, banner. It's 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 a piece of history that means something to you, and that's what this show is all about. So I do appreciate you you doing this. Now, a couple more things. All right. Okay. My dad is calling in. He'll have to he'll have to wait, and we're 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 broadcasting now. Um, and if I had my ringer on, it would be playing Dave Matthews Crush, and I should <laughs> do that, but I don't know if I can if I have to have a license for that. Um, <laughs> probably <laughs> what is one moment aside from the 99 yard run that you say is your favorite Titan memory? Oh, oh, you're going to put me on the spot. Yes, ma'am. I am. Oh, there's too many. I mean, there's honestly, there are, um, oh my gosh. I mean, I, I promise you there's just too many. I mean, every stiff arm that, you know, Derek Henry's ever done, that that was phenomenal. Um, I, re I was in the stadium when um, Marcus Mariota threw the touchdown pass to Corey Davis in overtime to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, Corey and Davis jumped out of the, the stadium for that one. That was amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. And I was surrounded by Eagles fans, and I'd had, you know um, – I appreciate their, let me just say this. I appreciate their enthusiasm for their team, <laughs> but I was pretty done with them at that time. So that was very sweet victory. That was awesome. And, um, oh my goodness, it just goes on. I mean, the, uh, the Jaguars, you know, in terms of, uh, Derek, you know, Derek always has great games against them and all of the, oh my gosh. I mean, Steve McNair, Eddie George, where do you start? Uh, all, you know, Javon curse. I mean, I could just name so many. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how there's, there's just not one, you know, it's hard. Do you remember where you were when you were watching the Super Bowl with them in it? Yes. I was at my in-laws again. Yes. I was there and we, uh, and actually when we came up that one yard short, we all literally fell on the floor. We just fell floor just we could not believe it like no none of us could believe it we you know mouths were open we had nothing left we had screamed yelled you know done everything at the tv and we just uh all all of us had gathered and um had food and and what whatnot and we just we were floored i mean we were just as i call it we were in the weeds we were just done <laughs> I was I was at Fried Hardman with my Fried Hardman University with my roommates and we were sitting on a futon and we all jumped forward and the futon went back and we oh, fell over. But 
I'm convinced that if the Tides had won that one, we would have won the next year's too. I just think that uh, I just think that there's a quote curse, and I don't really believe in curses, but for lack of word, about losing the Super Bowl. And yeah. I think we would have destroyed the Ravens and we would have won another Super Bowl. Now, would we have won the year after that? Probably not. But I just think that 99, 2000, 2000, 2001 would have been the years for the Titans. I think so, too. And, you know, a lot of other experts think that that and a lot of players say that that team was the best and the better team, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it just did not go our way. Crushing. I still still resent the Ravens to this day. It just I just cannot root for them, even though I like Lamar Jackson. Oh, I I can't I can't even do that. Yeah. Matter of fact, I I have one Titan shirt. That's purple, and I believe it's for um, maybe it's uh, dementia awareness. And I have a hard time wearing that because it's purple. I mean, I just can't do it. Uh, here, <laughs> I try to the, be respectful, but I, you know, if you're a diehard Titans fan, you and the Ravens just do not get along. No. Now, now here's the thing, though. You and I both know that we're we're just enjoying it. We're not going to hold resent. We're not going to be mean to people. Uh, I talked to a, a Philadelphia Eagles fan that absolutely loves his his team and he does not like the Cowboys or anything else. It's okay to not like the teams. You just be nice about it. That's all that we're asking. Just be nice about it. Now I'm going to leave you on this and I do appreciate your time, Ms. Donna, and and, and you have been an amazing guest. Thank you for, uh, she's been very patient with me. Um, She was going to come on Sunday night. But here in Waverly, Sunday night was the year anniversary of the flood that came and wiped out part of our town and killed 20 people. If you've seen it online, that's what it is. And there there was a service at the high school that lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. And, and I thank you for being patient with me, Ms. Donna. Thank you for that. Oh, um, absolutely. And uh, we're going to talk about in just a second how we got in contact with each other. Um, but can you give me in your best guess i want you to put your titans forecaster hat on right what's our record this year Mm. see i'm one of those people that i don't do predictions oh see see, i'm one of those i'm one of those i can't help it because if i do i feel like it's a curse i feel Uh like that i can't go against it so i i i I, you feel I don't feel personally that we're going to get 12 wins this year. I'm really? okay with that. I'm okay, okay with that because I either see us going more than that or still making the playoffs. Now, here's my concern. Uh, Matt Ryan is a really good quarterback. The Indianapolis Colts are pretty good. Do I see – I'm wearing my division cat uh, champ hat. I've got two in a row this this. You know, I would like to have a third one. I think the Titans can do a three-peat. But, and I will tell you this, if we're going to go far in the playoffs, we have to do it this year. I do agree with that. I think that this year is our window. I think after this year, we're going we're it will be a dismantling slow. Yeah. You know, slow but sure. I think we have a very tight window here that we really need to take advantage of. I will say that I do agree with. Now, I I would say I could see. I I do think that we're going to win the division. I'm not near as frightened uh, 
at Matt Ryan, to be honest. Um, he's I respect him. I've watched him and pulled for him in Atlanta. And I think that he's a superb, you know, he's a great guy and, and good. But I just, I think that there's just too many flaws there that I think defensively that were good enough to be able to negate. So I think we're okay there. But in and, and Jacksonville, you know, I, I really don't know what they're doing. You know, Texas doesn't really, you know, the Texans don't really frighten me. So I really think that we can, I think if we can do, um, if we can win our division again, that would be the easiest route for us to make sure that we get in. I, I, see, us, I see us beating the Jaguars and the Texans twice. And if we can split one game with the Colts, I think we've got it. Now, I want to point out here that I'm not diminishing the Jaguars or the Texans. Um, I'm scared to death of what Trevor Lawrence is going to do in the next couple of years. He is going to blow up, and he is going to be great. They've got a great group of people. And I think Davis Mills can be a good quarterback. But this year, neither one of those teams are going to be doing anything. They're just not. Um, To me, right now, the class of the AFC is the Bills. Very good. Yep. You can't, you cannot beat Josh Allen and his arm. And I mean, he's just a really all around great quarterback. So, and young and, you know, upcoming. So I, yeah, all due respect. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I, and, and Trevor Lawrence, I think, you know, he's got a great talent as well. I just hope that they can put the pieces, you know, he would need a lot of pieces and, and a lot of things there to go right for him. But yeah, Josh Allen, for sure. You know, I really think that, um, you know, everyone used to look at the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and I, and I have, set, you know, great respect for that organization and him. But I, I kind of see that organ, that team kind of going, you know, sliding back some as well. I do think that it's become more of the Bills and and frankly, the Titans, you know, we do get overlooked often, but. I mean, it's almost like as if we were not the AFC, you know, one seed last year and that we haven't won. Everyone always assumes it's the Colts division in the national media. Not that we care necessarily about that, but um, it is kind of amazing to me that even it, it shows you what that kind of consistent success they had with Peyton Manning did for that organization and then winning the Super Bowl, because in everyone's mind, it's always their division to lose you know, versus, you know, we've actually won it. And then we've done, you know, multiple times in the playoffs and we're, we're not usually the first name that's out of someone's mouth. So I I watch so many videos. Titans won't make it. Titans won't make, well, that's fine. You can, you can keep uh, coach Rabel probably cares about that as much as he cares about anything else. Um, (laughs) Miss Don and I met online and uh, I got about two more minutes uh, before uh, before I get run out of here, pretty much. Ms. Donna, I met online uh, by chance. She ran across my uh, podcast on mental health. And uh, I do appreciate her kind words that she, uh, that, well, I say it in third person like you're not here. I do appreciate your kind words that you said earlier with me, but also online. Um, mental health is such a big thing. Uh, as many of you know, my son uh, committed suicide uh, May 25th. And uh, we're still dealing with the aftermaths now. Uh, we had his, the, he is going to have a picture. He would have been a senior this year. And he's going to have a picture out on uh, the, out for the seniors of the band. He would have been the band that's going to say forever 
marching pride or tiger pride. Uh, guys, and, and I know, Ms. Donna, if you want to say something, you, you pipe in, please. Um, I was just going to say that that's beautiful. It, it, it is. It is absolutely beautiful. It blew us away. We're just glad that it happened. But I'm going to say this. If you are thinking of harming yourself and you hear my words, you hear my voice, um, it's a temporary solution. It's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. It really is. Please get help. If you need to talk with me, I'm, I'm at Jeremy underscore McFarland. I can listen, uh, but please get help. Um, and I know, Miss Donna, you 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 said some great words about what you do. Please, please add to that. Yes, I was just going to say that you touched me so so much whenever I saw your post that then led me to your podcast to listen to that. And um, I would urge anyone listening now to please go back and listen to that episode because it is. Um, both uh, just brave and, and it, I was in awe, honestly, of just um, your truth that you were able to speak. And it really touched me personally. And I think that it could help so many people. And um, I just thank you for sharing it with all of us, um, especially such a vulnerable, um, personal story. But it's so needed and mental health needs to be destigmatized so that we can talk about it. And that um, kids or adults or anyone, you know, that's going through something has someone to reach out to and to speak to. So I just um, I was deeply touched. Uh, I shared that with you before we started the podcast. And I just wanted you to know how much um, I'm grateful and thankful that you shared that. It, it, I hope that um, I hope many other people listen to that. I think that. Uh, your work and your words um, spoke volumes. And so I think that. Thank you. And, and, and keep in mind, folks, and, and again, thank you all for listening. And thank you, Ms. Donna, for your time. Um, you're not a statistic. His name is Connor James McFarland. He was my son. You're not a statistic. You are a real person. So we want to take care of you. Thank you for coming on Football's Family. And uh, come, back, come back when you're ready. And when you think of some stories, come back. Oh, I've got lots. Yes, let's do it. This was an honor. And thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it so much. And tighten up. Tighten up. Thank you. And we have a new sponsor here at the Footballers Family Podcast. It's Manscaped. Support for the Footballers Family Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 5 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code FAMILY at manscaped.com. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived and, oh man, is it a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver, Revival Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmer ever. 
Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and it also has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precision shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Now you thought that was good, but wait till you take your grooming game to another level. The Performance Package 4.0 includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Hair Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary safe skin technology, which help reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. The Crop Preserver Below the Waist Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Below the Waist Toner will change the way you approach your daily hygiene. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code FAMILY. That's get 20% off and free shipping with code FAMILY at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tool with Manscaped.